everybody welcome to the notes my goats podcast happy tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this preferably tuesday but you know whatever uh as always i am brandon and i'm steve and welcome to the podcast guys today is a fun day uh it'll be an interesting day we are hitting up a genre that we haven't yet discussed um it is a part of who steve and i are as individuals um as men and I am going to hand it over to him to introduce what we're doing, even though this album was uh, my idea. So, Steve, yeah, what are we doing today, man? So, I prepared top five porn tracks. <laughs> okay, was that wrong? Um, just a, a little bit. Okay, my backup option was this Christian album by Big Daddy Weave. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was 1A, 1B situation here. Sure. I did a lot of research into 1A, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of research. Yeah. And it's the, I, the, the Christian, top five. Would the Christian version be like only Jesus? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Am I going to yeah, help? Say, Am probably, I going to help? Yes. Saying that? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, you are. Oh, well, gosh. oh, they're all by Mercy Me, I'm pretty sure, too. That is true. There's a new song, or not a newer song, but there's a song that I introduced uh, my oldest to uh, from one of their newer albums called Happy Dance. So that would work. That would fit. depending on depending on the on the film. Yeah. So again, not not doing the adult entertainment division this this uh, week. Not, not this time. No, 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 no. We'll bring a special guest in for that. I got a couple in mind. Um, <laughs> today, though, Brandon, we were uh-huh. actually going to talk at about big daddy weave okay album from 2019 yeah. when the light comes now big daddy weave yep uh, okay so this band gets on my nerves brandon okay they just do because the name gets me every single time all right. So when I when I hear the name Big Daddy Weave and it comes up on the radio every so often, my wife listens to Christian radio in the car, so I hear it. Sure. I don't turn it off, even though I want to sometimes. I hear Big Daddy Weave and I'm thinking I'm gonna get like a Ruben Stutter, like a big oh yeah, Big, big Daddy, soulful black guy yeah. coming at you, right? You're gonna get mm-hmm. something there, and then these guys come in and you're like, well, what? That's not who I was thinking, right? Because the name does not sound like the artist. You're no. thinking you're gonna get kind of this just larger than life soulful black i'm saying black guy or band coming at you and it's not right so it could also be like another name for like darius rucker and like a band that he puts together yes darius rucker and the big daddy weaves like or whatever yeah like you're thinking you're thinking like good old boy country yeah mixed with some like southern rock or you're thinking the other end of it you're thinking like big big soulful r&b gospel type stuff yeah these guys are more on the southern rock side of things, but not in the soulful issue. Right, right. They're not really good old boys. I mean, they are from Alabama. So, but instead, it's it's uh, five white guys: mm-hmm. Mike Weaver, Jay Weaver. Okay, we know where the weave comes from, guys. Yeah. Very original. 
Yeah. Jeremy Redman, Joe Shirk, and Brian, I'm going to say Beal. It might be Bell. B-E-I-H-L. So they're a Christian band. We said that from Mobile, Alabama. Started around 1998. So they've been going for 23 20, years or so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're actually, they are pretty, uh, pretty popular. They have 29 singles in their nine albums. So, okay. you know, you're thinking roughly, you know, three, four-ish per album. Yeah. Um, that's not terrible. No. It's pretty. It's pretty. Com- I think it's pretty common for most like major recording artists. If you're secular pretty, or non-secular, pretty straightforward. I think you kind of want to average three per album. If you get more right. than that, it's great. Unless you're Luke Bryan and you only get those that many. So yeah. right. Well, that's all he tries um, to do. That's all he does. And they all drinking. They're all about drinking. These guys, no songs about drinking. So they're oh, of the 29 man. singles. Their biggest yeah. single is uh, "Lion and the Lamb." If you're in familiar, if you're familiar with Christian music and like sec- and like mainstream Christian music on the radio, you've heard Lion the Lamb. You've probably heard it saying at your at your church. If you guys don't just do hymns, if you just do hymns, you're probably still back in the you know what's the other band that eighteen hundreds. Or what's the the Gaither Homecoming band? You're probably with those guys still. So hang out with yeah. new song. You're you're chilling with some new song. Still. Gaither Homecoming band. Um, like Prairie yeah. Home Companion, something like that. Yeah, old you're- Michael W. Smith. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Amy Grant. Getting some Amy Grant in there. Amy Grant. Uh, She's kind of on the, on, the, on, the new, on the newer side of the old Rich, people, though. Rich Mullins. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to have me be anyway. on the old school, like, gospel Christian, like, yeah. weird I'm just guys. Trying, I'm just trying to, yeah, think of all these. Uh, you Al- can just start saying names. And I'm like, that dude sounds like he's a Christian artist. <laughs> like, I mean, do you know who's going to end up on that list someday, though? Chris Tomlin. Like he's already starting to head or, that direction. Uh, Danny Goki. Oh, I didn't even think about that guy. I forgot that he Danny was... Goki. Yeah, exactly. You don't think about him. He's gonna end up on the damn list. He's yeah. gonna be one of those old guys that's still rocking it out for Jesus in the background, but nobody right. knows who the hell because he, he is. It's because he started the secular with on American Idol, and then he, when he did his own thing, he was like, oh, "I'm a Christian," which is great, but just. I think American Idol artists can kind of go one of two ways to be popular. You're gonna go Christian or country. Uh, Lauren Daigle went Christian. Was she American Idol? Yeah, Jordan Sparks went Christian. Mm-hmm. Carrie Underwood went I mean, country. She went country. Uh, and then he got Soul Patrol over there. He didn't do any of that. He just did his own thing. Yeah, and then there's uh, Clay Aiken, who uh, went to Congress, sold his soul to the did devil. Did he? Yeah. I think for the state of whatever he was in. I don't think it was like the state US. of whatever he was in. State of delusion. That's how I want to go to Congress in the state of whatever I'm in. <laughs> Been voted, I've voted for that every single year. Go me. <laughs> state, in the state, state of whatever he's in. State of Aiken. The state of Aiken. I love it. Aiken. No, bacon. That's it. Aiken the bacon. No. Oh, yeah. Gosh. And anyway. it, well, I guess that was Chris Daughtry. He, yeah. Which he was like rockish. Yeah. And then fell off because, well, he wasn't country yeah, or Christian, I don't so nobody remember, cared anymore. And then I don't remember anybody else after. Well, Kelly Clarkson, but she kind of went but country. That was number one. Yeah. And she's awesome. She is pretty uh, between her and Carrie. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, we went rabbit trail on American Idol. Wow, yeah. man, that was, a, that was a quick bunny trail there. Yeah, so this band, because they're a Christian band, there's not a whole lot on Wikipedia unless you're like Toby Mac, um, because of you know how it goes here. But the one thing I did find about this, this band, which kind of rings true to a lot of Christian bands for some odd reason, not necessarily this, but the some things that happened to them. Yeah, so in 2016, this band had to take a, had to take a hiatus because Jay Weaver who's the guitar player yeah um had an infection in both of his feet ended up losing both of his feet like so 
he's, he's stubby now. He's in a wheelchair, whatever. I'll even my prosthetics. But, yeah. um, and then not only that, the Weavers, Mike and Jay's dad passed away Christmas, Christmas of 17. And then mom was diagnosed with cancer. Like soon thereafter that happened. Oh man. So it was like a three or four year stretch that these guys were getting like unholy shit on. Yeah. Which, Ooh. which sounds like a country song all kind of in itself, but yeah, we Christian country, but a lot of Christian bands go through these things, or maybe we just hear about them more. Like they're more public because they they prophesy to their crowds and like I've yeah. been through all of these things, so I can, I understand. You can do it I'm a human too. Don't put yeah. me up on this pedestal. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Make. I'm. I'm just as flawed, or I've done. We're all. Chi- we're all yeah. chilled. 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 We're all children of God. You know that yeah. sort of thing. We're all so on the same maybe, level. Maybe like other art. I mean, I'm, and I know other artists have similar issues and similar problems. Sure. But it helps you kind of relate your audience, relate to you. But at the same time, like sure. I think other artists do it too. They're just not so overt about it. Like they're yeah. not as like other artists write songs about suicide and death and pain, struggle, and everything else. Yeah. But they're not as I don't think they're as forthcoming on the motivation behind the song all the time. Christian artists will give you their whole soul and then some extra soul on top of that soul. Sure. Um, to get all the souls to heaven, they're going to get everybody there. So mm-hmm. I kind of went off a little bit of Big Daddy Weave here. We got some stuff. Before we get into When the Light Comes, Brandon, what has been your – because you, this, this is your deal. You gave yeah. me this one. Yeah. Why did you pick Big Daddy Weave? Yeah, um, I went to a Christian university – uh, here in Grand Rapids, one of pick, just pick one. I mean, there's a bunch of them. Whatever. Throw a stone, you'll get one. Yeah, throw a stone. Thank yeah, throw a stone. Good job. Yeah. So I went to to a Christian university, and obviously a lot of I listened to Christian radio during that time mainly, unless I got bored. It doesn't help that they produce it there. One of the stations, yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's kind of how I got into this. You know, listening to uh, uh, WCSG that kind mm-hmm. of thing. They always push mm-hmm. it. So then we always had like concerts that were promoted at the university or around the town. And we always were able to get student discounts to that kind of thing. Um, oh yeah. Like free so, shows or whatever. Sure. Or yeah. Or at least discounted. So, you know, I was able to see these guys a handful of times really good uh, in my opinion, as far as live goes. Um, and I, and I like their music for what they put out for being a Christian band. So um whether or not this was a good choice to to start off the Christian genre, I guess the rest of the episode will tell. I, I oh, it was a great choice. It well, right? I, I it's a pot. They're a popular band in the Christian sphere. Correct. So, you know what I mean. So starting, and it gives us a debatable topic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So there's obviously better artists and better albums in this genre that we will touch at some point, but this was at least one to get us into into the genre to crack the door open yeah absolutely so i feel like we've we've kind of gotten to many different genres over the course of this this adventure we've been on for a little less than a year and we've kind of opened that door on a lot of different things but we've we've talked about the christian artists slightly i mean we did we did edify um we did yeah. uh for king country for christmas which Christmas music and Christian music kind of go hand in hand. Sure. Um, we did we NF, did, which is technically... We did NF, which is technically a Christian album. 
Yeah. But again, kind of not really. Right. And we've got a couple other ones that are in the same vein of NF where they're, they're followers of Christ, but they're not necessarily Christian bands that are coming up later this summer. So a um, couple of things happen. And so, so, I mean, we've kind of dabbled, but we haven't actually opened that door up and taken the leap yet. Right. On a yeah. full yeah, on. Yeah, to a just, full on. This is their lane. This is what they this do. is a Christian band. This is this is the one that says I am a Christian band and I am doing this in a major label. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Tommy Prophet would also fall into that one. Never mind. Yeah, but he—I mean, still—he's he's on the—he's he, on the capital Christian side, so. Yeah, Christian music though, and, and he also does everything. So kind he of does. One of those but yes, as far as okay, yes, as far as mainstream Christian, this is these guys are. This is their lane. These guys, you guys don't—you won't find these guys on a top forty radio. There are some Christian artists you will, but these guys, you're not going to find on top forty radio as of right, right. now. No. So. When the Light Comes was released in 2019. It's 12 tracks at 52 minutes. It's got three singles, Alive, I Know, This Is What We and This Is What We Live For, which are three of the first four tracks, which spoiler alert, uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. We we've we've been in the we've, we've ridden this roller coaster before, guys. And the fourth track of the top four are actually it's the title track when the light comes. So your first four tracks are kind of heavy hitters. Yeah. Just to give you an idea. Uh, this one peaked at number 14 on the top Christian charts for Billboard, and it stayed on the chart for 21 weeks. So okay. coming back off a hiatus after three years, this one didn't do too bad. Uh, like I said, got to 14 out of 50 on the Christian chart and um, stayed there for 21 weeks. So that's just about half a year. Not too yeah. bad. Good foray back into the uh, – the, the thing the, the round of things and get going here let's just jump right in man and get going here so yeah, what dude. was your favorite uh your favorite track my favorite track was one of the singles it was i know um okay. the song depicts the struggles that humans have uh with trusting god amongst the negativity that kind of comes our way um okay. so it's not a song that, that you would sing in a typical church these days, uh, even a contemporary church, this isn't one. This would probably be a song that you would hear like as you're coming in or walking out of the church service, but not necessarily in the actual service as like a song to sing. So, yeah. Um, but uh, what I'm alluding to is uh, this is about four minutes of just, at least for me, being able to worship. Um, I'm able to kind of be in that mode. Um, a lot of the times, at least during my times of this, whatever I was doing, I literally had to walk away from what I was doing and just kind of sit in that, in that moment and in, in that song. And that's for me was, this was one of the only songs I could really do that with. Um, so that's kind of where, why it fell into my, into my favorites rather than like a deep cut. Um, okay. yeah. So I know is. I know. I know that I know is my favorite uh, track of this album. So not to be confusing at all. Not not to be confusing at all. I know. <laughs> I, Such I a dick. I Such know. a dick. <laughs> um so just, just start talking. Cut me off. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna do the best I can with this one here. Uh, my favorite track was Alive. Another That's another a good one. Yeah. It was. It's a fair it's the first track on the on the, on the album, guys. Um to me, the track had the best appeal to the masses for simply because the music is good. The music the music is interesting. Yeah. Um, it brings the level of interest in. The lyrics are okay. The southern soft rock vibe is interesting. It's like they 
they want the Southern rock vibe, but they don't want a lot of it. They don't want to go to the, to like the deep, like Leonard Skinner, CCR, even some of that like gritty kid rockish guitar vibe, like Southern rock is kind of what they're going for, but more of like a Donny Osmond version of it. Like it just is a weird, I don't know. It's a weird feeling um, for me. Um, it makes you kind of want to check out the rest of the album because it, it is the first track. It kind of opens everything up for it. And you're like, okay, this might not be too much here. We're kind of figuring out what we got, but it just was, it was, it was kind of, it was the best one to me and it, because it just, it made me actually want to listen to the rest of the album. Yeah. Until I did. It kind of was one of those things. I didn't mind the vocals. I didn't mind the lyrics on this one or like the, the they didn't really speak to me though. I mean, okay. as a follower of Christ and I don't, I don't mind worship music. I like worship music. Yeah. But this one did not speak to me at all. Like it was just like a, okay. I was more listening to the band and I heard the band going and that got me roped in a little bit. So do you want me to go with my least or do you want to go with your least favorite? You want me to go with my least? Okay. So my least. least favorite. All right. So to jump right into my least here, I went with the name of Jesus. And the reason I went with the name of Jesus is because the song literally, it has no substance. It reminds me of my wife who got a master's degree from a local Christian college that Brandon may have also uh, attended. And she literally got a master's degree from this college by, by, in her words, throwing some Jesus at her term papers. She would have class and she'd be working. And then all of a sudden, you know, she'd be writing her, writing her eight, nine page term papers for her master's degree. Yeah. And as long as she sprinkled in some Jesus, she was guaranteed a B at this Christian college that Brandon also attended. B for Babylon. I don't know. That's stupid. as long as she is, <laughs> as long as she sprinkled in some Jesus. Yeah. Here and there, she's going to get at least a B. Sure. What this song reminds me of is the faith. It's the faith plus one song on this album. Now, for those of you who don't know who faith plus one is and are fans of South Park, which if you're listening to this album, you're fans of this band. You're probably not fans of South Park. That is probably pretty accurate. It's it's at least a good 75% true, I'm sure. Yeah. The 25% of you, you're my people. Faith Plus One was a band made up by Cartman, who is kind of the most evil kid on that show. He's yeah. my favorite. Um, him and Butters. Of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but hmm. he does a band, a Christian band, where he takes R&B songs, and instead of the word baby or lover or sweetheart, he puts the word Jesus in there. Jesus just rewrites him. Jesus got back. And it's like super <laughs> sexualized R&B music, sure. but it's got Jesus in it. And they, they're super popular. <laughs> it's yeah. terrible. It's it a terrible, it's, it's a terribly, it's terribly funny. It's yeah. a really funny episode. Um, it's also the episode that breaks down um, how much that Metallica sucks because Lars Ulrich killed Napster. <laughs> so nice. if you, if you want to know a little bit about Steve, watch the Faith Plus One episode of South Park. There you go. Um, and you'll get a good idea of this band, how I felt about this song, at least for this band. It's just, it's so, it's so campy. Yeah. I just didn't like it. So that was the name of Jesus okay. um, for me. I didn't like that one. What was your least favorite, Brandon? Walking in the light of your love. Because that, that sounds-, sounds like one of the first top five that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. It, Not as it, popular, I don't think, though. No. Yeah, no. Uh, just there's it had like an '80s vibe uh, that yeah. did not fit 
this album at all, in my opinion. Uh, the lyrics and the story were good. I say that a lot because I'm starting to do deeper dives into the, the story of, of a song. So mm-hmm. the lyrics are fine, but I wish this would have been, it would, this would have been good if it would have mm-hmm. been slower, like a power worship mm-hmm. ba- ballad, this song mm-hmm. could have been good. Mm-hmm. Um, no, for my, sure. In my opinion, but because it wasn't, it's not, it's my least. So that is just how that landed. So, um, so do you want to go into your deep cut? Yeah, I'll go into my deep cut and it's turn, turn on the light, which it's just a fun song about what it's like for someone who gives their life to Christ. Basically the analogy is in church where, you know, before you're saved, you kind of live in this, it's like darkness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. once you're saved, you know, the light gets turned on. And that's kind of the, the metaphor behind this song. It's like you get saved and the light and it's happy and it's a party. Mm-hmm. So, and this is definitely a big daddy weave vibe. The, yeah. the, this song is very, it's got that guitar, like really quick acoustic guitar thing going. Mm-hmm. And just the, I don't know what you got, like a train kind of drum vibe where chugga, 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 I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Choo, choo. Turn on the choo. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. So, but yeah, that for me was my deep cut, basically because the storyline and how um, it gives a good analogy of what it's like to come into Christianity and and believe um, what it's like to be a Christian. So, uh, for me, that one is my deep cut. What would Jesus do? Uh, song. I don't know, whatever. So now I'm going to WWSD. And what would Steve do? Oh, Steve would was literally praying that you had one. So that's good. Um, <laughs> it actually wrote I'm, that. I'm literally, literally praying that Brandon has one. <laughs> that's on my notes. Uh, I only like two songs. You only liked two songs? Oh, boy. I only liked two songs in this album. Like, and and on one, the whole was album, alive. Like, one was alive. And the other one was This Is What We Live For. Okay, which was must have been your deep then, right? That was my deep, yes, okay. and it sucks because it's another single, and uh, but I only liked it. It's the only other one I liked, and it's for the same reasons I liked the live. The the music is actually good. This one, however, the story behind the lyrics is a little better for me. Like I actually get a little bit more from it, and like sure. that's the only um, it was the the little bit of the of a touch of it, but. It, <sighs> The band has talent. The band, the music of this band is good. It's not, it's, it's weird. I will right. say that. The, the Southern rock, like on a half scale, gets me. I don't understand. You either got to go full or none on, the, on that if yeah. you're going to lead with that. But the vocals just sound the same. I have such a problem with the lead, with, with the lead singer and how it's, and it's, it may not be him, but it may be how the vocals are composed. Like the composition of the songs and how they're put forth, it just is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't like it when an artist kind of sits in their, sits in their pocket and just does the one thing. And that's what it seems like with, uh, with Mike Weaver is he kind of just sits and he does the one thing. Yeah. Like as somebody who loves music and works with live musicians frequently in churches and out of churches. Sure. Like, I try as a sound engineer to push people to do things differently because 
I feel like you're going to grow more as an artist and as a person, and you're going to help grow your band and your team more if you're willing to take a step out of your own draw, if you're able to step out of there. But again, not really, you know, making that out there for these guys. So I'm going to go into my final thoughts. because I'm sure yours gonna be a lot nicer than mine and we'll go from there. All right. So the band could be, the, the band is good. It could be better. And it makes me mad because one of the problems I have with this genre of music, with the entire genre, not all of them, but a lot of them are kind of lazy. They get such, they get stuck in their ways because Christians buy things. They don't care if it's shit. Um, they just don't. It just is. Yeah. They will buy it because this is a good Christian artist. They want to support their, they want to support their favorites and they want to be fans. And they, they do. And they definitely do support people that need to get pushed a little bit more without support to get better, which is why I tend to, like a lot more of these underground or low up and coming secular or non-secular bands because they need to have that push. And when the Christian artists that are like the new up and coming ones come in, they're like bright eyed and bushy tailed. They're trying to do new things all the time. Right. But then once you get into like your Danny Gokies who gets comfortable, you're stuck and you do the same thing over and over again. And it bugs me because you get so lazy and complacent and you're an actual good musician. I believe, again, I don't like this album, but the band is good. The lead singer is good. Mm-hmm. They could be great, though. They're they could ch- be. Chugging along in their Kia Prius just, on there. And it and this may be because of the hiatus. It okay. may be. True. It, so the my, 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 my distaste of this album may be because they were out for three years because of all the things that happened to them. We broke down already. But I just, it just, I'd rather see a band completely crash and burn and fall on their face after taking chances than living your existence in a purgatory of not knowing if you're good or not. Mm. So okay. I wanted to rate this band just meh. Okay. But meh is not a one out of 10. But there are three numbers, the three letters in meh. So I'm going to give it a three. Okay. M-E-H. Meh. Meh. All right. It's where I, it's where I went. So you okay. got, you got you on this one, bud. Yeah. For me, this was a good, as far as big daddy weave goes, this is a solid big daddy weave album. Mm-hmm. Um, any CCM fan, contemporary Christian music fan mm-hmm. will like this album. If you're mm-hmm. a fan of big daddy weave all overall, this album is fine. It's good. It is yeah. what it is. It's, it's Big Daddy Weave. It's what you expect for Big Daddy Weave, but it is very heavy up front, like the Luke Bryan that we talked about, and very lackluster in the back, which is just how I am. I'm partying the. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> yeah, all it's, it's just all flat as a pancake back there. The flat as a yeah, can't even hold up my pants. No, um, not either. Yeah, but it it does slack on the back half a lot, and. That is disappointing to me. I wish that there would have been more either with those singles spread out or um, substance, more substance. But one thing that I'm wondering, and Steve, I don't know what you think is, I think a lot of Christian artists, especially go for the singles on iTunes rather Mm. than the album sales. They rely on that one clicker. Yeah. A dollar twenty nine or whatever. Yeah. So they all they're always gonna put 
now those heavy hitters up top. You know what I mean? Well, and also it probably helps them too with airplay because if they get more airplay, they get more money too. So I'm thinking right. maybe like you're because you're you're your Christian artists, your Christian stations are only buying certain tracks, and if they're all front loaded, they like, well, I like that one, and I'll check the next couple out. Oh, those are all good too. Hey, let's go. So it makes it a little easier for them, I guess. But right. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, but with that, I haven't given my rating yet there, Steve. No. Um, I'm going to give it uh, a seven and a half out of 10 um, because it is a good album. I do like Big Daddy Weave, but again, very front heavy, lacks a lot in the back. Um, And I do agree. I wish they would have. It's three. They had three years of hiatus and yeah, they went through some shit, but they could have come up with something different, even if it was one or two songs that were a little different just to figure it out. I don't know. So that's kind of where yeah. where it landed. Um, so Steve, if you want to kind of wrap us up here, yeah. so guys, that is that has been uh, when the light comes from Big Daddy Weave. Uh, again, not not it's a middle of the road album, guys. With the two of us rating it, it came in as a little over a ten. Uh, so very middle of the road. If you if you like Christian music, don't let this one push you back. Check out their other stuff. I do think Lion and Lamb's a good track. Um, yeah. I am with Brandon. They, there is some, like, you know, there's some redeeming qualities of this band. They're, they've been around for a long time. They've got, you know, 30 singles or whatever. They're, they're still going to stick around and do some stuff. The stuff you hear on the radio is still good. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, but I, maybe I am with you. I haven't listened to a whole lot of Christian band artists' albums from point A to point B from, and from start to end. Sure. So that might be a part of the problem, too, for me. But that's, that's kind of how we do things. I mean, hell give it a, give it a shot give it a go let's let's see what happens yeah um so but with that so you guys all the kids out there in the in the, in the world of the internets uh you guys can find us if you haven't heard we are on facebook at the notes by goats podcast we are on twitter and um the instagram at the notes by goats pod the instagram hear that i instead yeah, um man. and then we are on we are on apple podcast spotify Pandora and iHeart. iHeart, iHeart Radio. Radio. Yeah. Those are the four right now. We're waiting on Bezos to get back to us. That jerk. We I are you, on other we are on other smaller ones too. So if you have other ones, you'll most likely find us there too. Yeah, um, yeah. We we run a lot of the a lot of the smaller guys. Um, but yeah. those are the four biggies. Yeah. And generally the four biggies get us out to the smaller ones too. We're waiting for that sure. fifth biggies. We're the one we're waiting on still for. Yeah. But I uh, give Bezos either. all my money. Well, my I wife gives too. him all my money. Yeah, so not mine too. Yeah. So we're working on that. He got the stimmy, stimmy for sure from us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's where you can find us kind of uh, potting. If you guys have found us today, share us with your friends, like us, subscribe, give us a rating, give us a review. If uh, the review comes back, we'll read it on there. Even if it's crap. Um, yeah. We'll still read it. Yeah. Uh, because it's fun. Uh, but the biggest thing we're going to do here is those, those subscriptions, those likes, those, uh, those pushes just help move us up the charts a little bit till we introduce new countries, new people, uh, just to kind of get our names out there. We do appreciate you guys here. It is the summer of June. Yeah. So that means we're going, we're almost up to a year guys of doing yeah. this. And I think we're, we're getting close to, I don't know. We're over 60 podcasts, like total. We're, I think. we're getting close. Yeah. 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 That's the hard thing is because we do those half episodes. Yeah. They don't they necessarily okay. count, it's, but we're getting well, there. They do count. They count as full episodes. Like on Pandora, that's how we I don't. keep track of them because they yes, actually I say, know. yeah. Well, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're getting our numbers in. 
So just for fun, Steve, one quick factoid that you don't know because, you know, I'm the numbers guy around here. You are the um, numbers guy. I hide from those. Guys, here's a fun statistic. So there are currently 50 states in these United States. Now, Steve. For a while, for now. For now. They're trying to get 51, um, which we would have it covered if we do, uh, if they do. Anyway, so Steve, of the 50 states, how many states do you think we have reached? 41. Ooh, you're a little high. Okay, 35. 23. Oh, so we're almost we're almost halfway, guys. So if we we are we're about halfway in all these states. So if you're sharing and liking and sending them to your friends, at some point we're gonna get a listen in all 50 states, and when we do, it's gonna be awesome and it's gonna be crazy. So yeah, we got we got more countries than we do states. We have. Yes. Uh, no, we have got more state. We've got more state. It's pretty close. Um, so I've been trying to look into the analytics too about that. Like, is it actually somebody that is in that country that listens or is it somebody in the United States who's from From there, from there? But I think it's based on like your geographic location, like on your IP address, man. Right. So I would assume that they're probably the numbers guy. I don't know. I don't know either. So, Anywho, guys, that's just us <laughs> rambling here to end this episode. That's fun. I love it. So, guys, again, check us out. Uh, we're coming up again here in a week or so. Uh, again, every Tuesday drops about seven a.m. Yeah. Um, check us out. Look for look for Nate Chomp on the record. You never know where he's going to pop up here and there, right. everywhere else. You may even see him on Fridays too. We've got guest episodes. We're trying to do more of that. We found out those are just a heck of a, a good lot time. Of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes us look smart too sometimes, or For really dumb, part. depending on who we have. It that is true. So that is true. It doesn't take much either way, I guess. But uh, it is very true. So <laughs> depends on how it goes. <laughs> if you guys want to be a guest in the podcast, let us know. Uh, if you're from another country, we'll make that work. Time change doesn't matter to us. We do Zoom these most of the time, uh, so we are we are Rona free um, from the back end here. So if you want to hang out uh, and, and do a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want to hang out and do it and do a podcast, talk about a favorite album, artist, uh, genre of music, uh, musical movie, anything you really want. Nothing if you just is want to shoot limits, the shit guys. about how things are in Ireland, hey, mm-hmm. why not? Let's talk about Ireland. Yep. If you have a goat farm, again, we are looking to sponsor you, or you can yeah. sponsor us. You can sponsor. Or we can I think sponsor that's each thinking, other. Yeah, I think that's kind of what we'll do. So we'll sponsor. We'll partner with you to make your goat farm be the best goat farm it could possibly ever be. Yes. I'm not exactly sure how that looks, but um, that's where you come in and you tell us what you need. Uh, so, goat farmers, let's go. Let's go. Unless you're a weird goat farmer. Hell, let's go. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> it's interesting. <sighs> so, on that note, yeah. this has been the Notes by Goats podcast. I am Steve. I am Brandon. And have a good day, guys. We'll see you guys. Notes by Goats. Notes, my goats. Notes, my goats.